Trading Nut, episode 45. Any framework that anyone who's read to you, they, they can't give you all the answers because some of the answers are from their own psychology. The market's going to do something. Your job is not to fight it. The market never, ever runs away. It's always there. That personal diary of trading will make you a much better trader than... I could be right about the direction, but wrong about the trade. Don't focus on the monetary side. Trying to make too much money on a trade is what I have seen killed every trader. Your losses offer you some of the greatest insight you can find into your mistakes. Relax. Learn the process. Candlestick pattern trading is a freaking trap. Don't be in a rush to become a millionaire. Let the market tell you what the market wants to tell you. This podcast is not financial, trading, or investing advice of any kind. What's up traders, welcome to another episode of the Trading Up Podcast, I'm your host Cam Hawkins and today we've got the long awaited interview with at Just Some Trader. So this guy hasn't got a name, in fact he hasn't got a face either so he reached out to me after uh, jumping on Instagram and I suppose what he wants to do is really just tell people or get the information to people out there who are struggling in the retail space help them understand what it takes to really make it in this business. Now, um, you do, you're do you going to hear in the interview, you're going to hear about, funnily enough, some other traders that I've interviewed on the show who have helped just some trader along the way, which is very interesting. And in actual fact, you're going to hear at the very end of the show, you're going to hear um, me talk about and I'm going to sort of do an outro to, 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 to let you know, me talk about a way that you can actually learn some of the stuff that this guy's doing. And it has been quite phenomenal to see some of the trades he's posted on his Instagram account. So if you get a chance, head over there to at just some trader, and you're going to see uh, some laser sharp entries. You're going to see some big lot sizes, which is a forex term for, for how much you actually trade. And you're going to see some, well, I think it was one picture of an account balance, which was just ridiculous. It was in the millions. Um, so if you want to go and ch- see that, head over there to Instagram. I'll put a link in the show notes at the end as well. So if you jump onto the website, you can you can find it, or you can just search Instagram for at just some trader, and you'll be able to follow this guy. And he's been doing the odd Instagram story as well, so you can get some little little sort of nuggets in there uh, after you've listened to the interview. Um, and I do need to say before I go into this interview that it is a little bit different. So he does want to remain anonymous, so which um, is just fair enough. And I, I know a lot of traders out there who don't want to come on the show because they want to remain anonymous. So I'm grateful that he has come on the show and uh, at least shared his knowledge with, with my audience and with you guys uh, and, and me and uh, and given us some insight into into what it takes to to make it like at the elite level in this business. So um, so yeah, what are you going to hear? You're going to hear somebody with a muffled voice uh, going through answering the questions. Now, if English isn't your first language, then you might struggle. You might need to rewind a bit to to pick up uh, all the details. But um, there are some right great nuggets in here, guys. So. Don't throw this interview away and go, oh, uh, I couldn't hear it properly, or, or don't get annoyed with the audio, okay? Uh, right, so without further ado, I'm just going to get into it now. Let's, let's hear from this guy. Over to uh, myself and Just Some Trader. All right, guys, so uh, we finally got Just Some Trader here on the show. It's taken me ages to, to make sure this interview goes ahead. Um, so thank you very much for giving us your time here today. Uh, are we going to call you... Um, just or just some trader what's the best way to 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 call you mate i say whatever you like 
it's not really a big deal. Okay, cool. Well, let's. I'll, I'll just. I'll, I'll. I'll say something when it comes to, comes down to it. Um, so, look. Thank you very much for for reaching out to me. It's been great to to. Um, I suppose connect with someone on Instagram who's who's shown some fantastic trades and um, and and a whopper of an account balance um, and also some other stuff that I've seen seen uh, outside of outside of that that you were able to show me. So I really do appreciate that because it is good to to get someone on on board uh, on the show who really knows what they're doing and can share with my listeners and hopefully give them a, a an insight into into some of the things and, and how you see the market. So I really appreciate that. Now, I've got a whole bunch of questions here that have been sent in. Um, so I'm not going to go through my standard uh, interview interview process around you know finding out um, a little bit about you because I know you're, you're fairly secretive. And uh, and I just want to get the, the questions here from the, the audience or the listeners that that have right. come through, so so I'm gonna I'm gonna ask those questions uh, now. So, and I'm gonna just go top to bottom, and I might dive in here or there if there are things that I think um, might flesh some 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 ideas out. So, uh, let's start off with this top one, and these are in random order, guys. So we might end up asking a couple uh, twice, and we also might be jumping all over the place. So just bear bear with us. So. The first question is, looking at your Instagram, your entries are really on point. Using the daily time frame, sorry, brackets, using the daily time frame. Uh, how are you getting these entries and what is the lowest time frame you're using for execution? It's quite interesting. The lowest time frame will be really the hour. And what I'm looking for is a bit of psychology and that's not really to do with nothing but big money. I hope that makes sense. So when you when you say psychology, what what do you mean psychology? My mentor has always said that the chart is nothing more than human behavior and you know who my mentor is and he's the one who advised me to tell my story to the world because he's very good at what he does. You're looking at the chart is nothing more than human behavior, but people like to place themselves on the charts and patterns and all sorts of rubbish that the market doesn't give a shit about. So why should I? Cool. Okay. Well, the next question is, Cam, could you ask, could you please ask if the anonymous guy, uh, if he owns any businesses besides trading my mentor and i are going in on a possible prop farm uh we'll see uh we do have some vested interest in real estate but at the moment uh that's about it looking at uh more philanthropy with my mentor than anything also, can you ask him uh, how long does he hold position for when he swings swing trades? It's whatever the market tells me. Okay, so you so you're fairly uh, flexible in terms of like you, I suppose. So okay, the market's telling you when when to get out of a swing trade and when to stay in a swing trade. Okay, that makes it's sense. very methodical. It's very strategic and. You have to be the same way. If not, then you're going to get swallowed. Okay, okay, cool. So methodical and strategic. Uh, so 
So when you say um, methodical, does that mean you've got a methodical way of, of getting into a trade and getting out of a trade? It's understanding that smart money is methodical as well. And you look for you look for the behavior of big money and you follow its trail. However, you you must learn to see what's not presented to you. Profitable trading is a bit about your it's a bit about your own psychology and how you see things. But in the big time, it doesn't really matter, right? What you must do is realize that a chart is nothing more than human behavior and see what is not there because it's not there for a reason. Okay, okay. So see what is not there. That's a, it's a big clue, I think, guys. So, um, okay, the next one is what's the best way to stick to a trading plan? Know yourself. That's quite it. Just know yourself. And what sort of things within yourself do you need to need to know? Exactly what kind of person you are. And I'm going to ask another patient, question. Go, sorry, impatient. Go. Whether you're patient or impatient, it doesn't really matter. You tend to trade how you are, and that's what my mentor taught me to see. Know yourself and go through the, the process. Okay, cool. Uh, right. Did you used to work at a hedge fund? Hmm. I can't really say. Okay. Okay. Um, how long did it take you to reach $2 million, and what was the account balance before hitting $2 million? What was the account <laughs> balance before hitting $2 million? Surely it was, a, it, was, it was just under that. But I don't know what he means by that. So um, what was his account balance before hitting $2 million? Okay, I'm not too sure. So yeah, how long did it take? I think it's what it's saying is what did you what did you start off with before you got to the $2 million? I think that's the question. All I can say, it was a bit of a process. Uh, it wasn't much money. And unlike what you see on uh, the internet, it, it took some time. It wasn't 35 days. It wasn't 45 days. That's all rubbish. And frankly, a bunch of wankers who 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 promote this stuff for your money. So I won't tell any monetary details because it doesn't really matter. All that matters is what you do with what you have and protect it. Okay, so we, so we know it's it's not a probably short time. It's probably a longer time, and and the amount of money that you start off with isn't necessarily. Uh, I suppose it's not impressive at all. It, it's not impressive. It's not impressive. It's not impressive in terms of the amount. It's like, or are you saying it's not impressive to tell people how much you started off with? A little bit of both, but it, it's it's not an impressive amount of money. It wasn't a lot. It it, it it was a swing of up and down and up and down, and eventually we got there. Okay. Um, what do you do when you're not trading? I live my life. I enjoy my family uh, and cars, obviously. But I don't have a massive car collection, but I thoroughly enjoy uh, spending time with family and exploring new things. How do you control emotion when you're trading? 
just like life. If you can't control it, then uh, I won't say that word, but if you can't control it, then F it. It doesn't really matter. I can't move the market, so why should I care? Okay, so if you can't control can't, can't control it, then why have an emotional attachment to it? Interesting. So um, how many hours did you spend to get where, where you are right now? Quite a lot. It's very similar to uh, my mentor, Cam, which you, you know very well. Uh, quite, quite similar. Uh, I think he reached it a lot faster than I did, but uh, quite a lot. Quite a lot. Uh, every moment that I'm not doing anything, I'm still at the charts and I'm still working. And that's what it's about. Once you stay stagnant, your account balance will go to the person that's more hungry than you. Okay. Uh, these are some good, a lot of questions here. And these are some good questions. So um, do you look at news before entering any trade? I check it daily, but it, it, what you'll find, and, and I reference my mentor a lot because it's very, very true, is if you know the higher time direction beforehand, you it won't even matter. The news will just help your trade. It will just help it. Do you have, do you have any favorite currency pairs that you like to trade most? Everything operates the same. Any market, I trade stocks and in, in the really stocks, but more indices and commodities as well. So it's all the same. You just have to decide which ones you like. Okay, uh, righty ho. This is all, these are all from the same guy. So um, hmm. about three more left. Uh, how long did it take you to take you before you became profitable? About two and a half, three years. Two and a half to three years. Um, how uh, do you use limit orders to get those sniping entries, or uh, are you sitting there taking trades in the moment? Oh, sniping entries, uh, retail traders, and the, the, the terms. Um, a bit of both. A bit of both. A bit of both. Okay. If I know I'm going to sleep, I'm going to lose a limit order. But most of the time, it's at market. Okay, uh, do you use some kind of sentiment analysis when you make a trade? Higher time frame direction, that's all you need. Higher time frame direction, so not, no so no sentiment analysis. I suppose that's the sentiment analysis. Okay, so Correct. how do you grow your account into a large one, i.e. if you start with 10K US dollars, how do you scale? That question is for... Uh, I would say the gambler, uh, because it doesn't really matter how much time it takes. It's all about the art and perfecting your craft. So analyze yourself. And if, if it's money you're after, you may be in the wrong industry. Um, the more seasoned question would be, how does one go through the process of, of becoming a trader that can trade at a high level? That's more of an, in, I, I say an intelligent question. Wouldn't you agree? Yeah. Yep, <clears throat> I see what you mean. Yeah, so it's not about how do you grow your account into a large one, um, which is all focused on the money, right? So it's, it's uh, I suppose, the answer is don't focus on the money, focus on the process. So how does, uh, 
how do you calculate your position sizing? So do you risk a percentage of your account or something else? I risk anywhere between 1% and 5%. And it goes against everything that is taught. But once you understand the high probability setups and you're not trying to call a market top or a market bottom, it, it doesn't really matter. Um, I use anywhere between 1% and 5%. And I'll save that for later. Uh, any tips on growing your account into seven figures any habits or skills blogs books we can read to help us on the journey everything that you see in the books or in the blogs or the forex factories and the trades for wins and the the instagrams it's all rubbish it's all rubbish support and resistance as well it's all rubbish you have to learn to see what's, what's not there you have to learn to see what is not there. And that will give you the edge you need. So it, just learn to see what's not there. Okay. So it's, got, it's got another bunch of questions here from five questions from another guy. So um, how can how can he got so good on his trade? So uh, what is this... Th- Okay, right. So I'll try and combine this first one. So it's how, how did you get to be so good at trading? Um, what were the steps that you took to get to where you were? And how can how did you handle the psychology to trade the size of the trade? So I'm guessing that's the 25 lots that we're seeing on the Instagram post. So how did you how did you get? Yeah. So that's probably the second question. The first question is how did you get so good? To um, in terms of your trading and what steps would, would the person have to take to get to that point? It's first having the correct information and, and, and getting away from the shit that you see on the internet. It, it's all it's all trash. It's all utterly rubbish. So getting away from that and get, getting into the right information and and really knowing that The market doesn't really care. It's a bit of a process, but it, it's it's definitely attainable. And like I said, I show a loss on there too because I'm human as well. It's it's a bit of a process. And so, so I suppose the question they're probably going to be asking themselves, and I'm asking myself, is so if you're getting away from the internet, where which is the source of sort of information for everyone these days, what what would you recommend they they try and look at instead or do take a step away from the chart on on the higher time frame it's all there no patterns no nothing it's all there it's all you need to know it's all there okay so let's go into the second part of that question how how do you handle the psychology to trade the size of trade i.e. the 25 lots You do what is comfortable for you because sometimes I trade more than that, but not by much. Um, you just really have to know where you're comfortable at. I know some traders who trade way more, way better size than me, and it just doesn't really matter. You do what you like. Okay, so it's it's, it's about comfort and that that and that. And I think I heard that uh, on a last week or actually a. Uh, the show recently where um, the trader was was saying, yeah, if you can't sleep at night because you're trading too big. So my mentor and I, we sleep very, very well. I I used to ask him, 
how does he go to sleep? Because he's, well, we're both obviously in the States, and he has a trades going through London, and he, he sleeps. And I'm like, how do you do that? And I never understood. Once I hit my stride, I just don't care. Okay. Which, uh, let's me, let me read this quick, quick uh, question quickly to, to make sure I can ask it. Because um, it's not, not written in a way that I can read it easily. Uh, okay, which one affects your your success more? Is it the psychological side of things or the technical things? It's mainly you and what you see. You can't copy anyone else. You have to do what you see. So it's all it's all about yourself, and the market doesn't care if you were spanked on the bone as a child. It doesn't care. So why should I care when I trade? The psychology itself, you have to realize it doesn't really matter on the charts. It matters in what kind of trader you are, but on the charts, the psychology of the bigger market is more important. Okay. Um any special reasons why you want to be anonymous? Why should anyone want to know who I am? What, that, that information does nothing for you. Okay, okay. It doesn't. It doesn't. It's not going to help us to to know who this uh, who who uh, just some trader is, guys. So um, that's the answer there. Uh, if uh, do you trade your own money or others? At one point, I traded for others, and and this this goes back to my time where I was trading big money, and I rather trade my own because I'm more free to do what I please. So to answer that question, yes, I wasn't a big money trader for others, and uh, back in the day, but now I I prefer the freedom of self. Okay, and that answers the next question he had, and finally. Um... Okay. Do I suppose it... I will say th- I will yeah. say this. I became a better trader trading my own money. Okay. Okay, that's interesting. Um, and I suppose there's a psychological point to that as well. Uh, so, so the last question of this this group of questions. Um, so, do you teach your trading method? And if not, why not? My method doesn't really matter. It's all about. It's all about yourself and what you see. Locally, me and my mentor, we see things quite similarly. So eh, you may want to reach out to him to see if he even likes you. Uh, It's up to him. However, it doesn't really matter what if I teach or not because people will see it the way they want to anyway. So why bother? Cool, cool, cool. Okay, so... um... So I'd like you to okay learn about this. So let's. I'm just going to read this. So I'd like to learn. Sorry, I'd like to. I'd, so I'd ask about did he learn his setup or come up with it himself? Um, now, now, now. I'm just having a look through here. See if there's an actual question here. Okay. A little bit of myself to answer that part. A little bit of yourself. And a little bit of a little bit of myself and a little bit of learning what the market likes versus what it doesn't like. Okay, so you've in the, some of the screenshots you've put up on Instagram, you've you've had multiple entries layered on top of each other. Uh, 
Why why enter more at these points? Why not? Is the question. If you see an opportunity and you let it go by, then are you really a trader or not? You got to take advantage of the opportunities, yeah? Okay, so uh, it says here, um, uh, maybe that's not a question. How long does it see? Okay, how long do you hold on? Uh, how long do you hold hold for? And what would make you change your mind from holding? Whatever the market decides at, whatever level I determine that the market is trying to target, I make my decision now. The market will tell you exactly what to do if you listen. Or no, I'd say watch more than listen. No emotions, just watch. Okay. Uh, 25 lots per entry on a big account doesn't make sense. Why does, why does he position size the way he does? It's what I like to do. You can do what you want to do. It doesn't really matter what I do. I do what I choose. Uh, I think this question is sort of answered by your screenshot. Um, do you trade a single pair or multiple pairs? <laughs> so I think we've seen that you trade multiple pairs, so we'll skip that one. Um, okay, what we what was your journey? Did uh, did you start from like two hundred bucks and make it to two million? We've sort of answered that. We we it wasn't significant. Yeah, we can skip that. Yeah, we can skip uh, that. Do you consider yourself aggressive or conservative? I am just myself, and it, those terms are developed myself as well. Okay, so so it's really it. It doesn't matter if he's aggressive or conservative. It's up to you guys to work out what you are, I think, is the point. Um, can you automate or do you automate any of your process? So I'm guessing using like a, a software to, to make things easier for you. I'm a bit of a control freak, so no, I don't. Because the market doesn't exist in a single, it doesn't exist in a single sentiment. The sentiment can change according to either liquidity or uh uh, fundamentally, so I I found that automation can't not ignore flow with sentiment. So no. Here's a here's a comedy question: Coke or Pepsi? Oh, I like a little bit of Pepsi. However, I don't drink much soda because uh, sugar is poison. So you should look that up. But if I do quite go out with my wife, I. I will enjoy Pepsi once in a while, but sugar's poison, so uh, at least it's there. It does uh, he allow p- positions? I was going to say poisons. Does he allow positions to change time frames? Uh, does he allow positions to change time frames? Hmm, I don't even know what that means. I don't quite get yeah, what it means, but I do. Uh, ah, use here we go. Here we go. What I do? Yeah, do I? Do you start with a scalp and then um, end with a swing, for example? No, that is a very, no, that I look for the higher time frame direction and I go with that. And you enter on pullbacks. It's such a simple, it's so simple. If you look at the Instagram, every entry is a pullback. Okay, uh, right. Here we go. Um, that's not a good question. <laughs> I'm going to move to the next one. Um, this is almost, we've got two more left. So, how would you describe your exits? Higher time frame targets. What I think the market is going for. That's how I get out. 
okay, I'm saying here, did you learn you learn yourself or did you get mentored? And I think you mentioned mentor already. I got yeah, I got mentored, and I learned a lot for myself as well. And can you tell us anything about your mentor? Uh, I'll leave that to Cam to reveal that if he wants to. I don't know necessarily because these days he's quite picky. He used to try to help everyone, but people are jerks and they're just wankers. So uh, I'll leave that to Cam to maybe reveal, or maybe I will. But I don't know if he would like that. I haven't quite discussed that with him. Also, uh, question everything. <laughs> you will be quite surprised by what you learn about trading if you just take your bias away, what you think about the market, and look at what the market actually likes. You'll be quite surprised. So, yeah. Okay, I'm, I'm going to have a look through here and uh, and see if I can pull out some... So what what about the worst trade you've ever had? What was, what was that like? It was very similar to a story that almost every profitable trader that I know... Uh, a, a, a six-figure loss. Jeez. It's okay. It, it's a it's a lesson in the loss. It's the, the 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 money is not what's important, but it's what what you learn in the process. And and how I mean I'm sort of going through a process at the moment myself. But how much of of it is to do with like literally trying something, learning from that. And taking the lessons and moving forward, sort of like failing forward, if you will, um, in terms of becoming a better trader. I think it's a lot about reverse engineering the market, and and what what is it that you see? Like you 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 must take any framework that anyone who's met at you, they they can't give you all the answers because some of the answers are from their own psychology. Would you agree? Yeah. Yep. So what, what you have to do is take the basics, take the framework, and you tailor it to what you see. Like some people like silly zones. I, I don't. It, I think it's silly and it's excessive risk. So you tailor it to what you see. Okay, cool. Now, what about um, cryptocurrency trading? Have you traded crypto? Do you trade crypto? And I think it's quite. I think it's a little bit of a scam at the moment because you, so my. I, I think they're a bit of a, a sham. I stay away. It's similar to, it's a sham. Okay. Um, what about Bitcoin? Do you have any? It's started to rise again. Do you have any predictions in terms of where it might go? No. Okay. So, what does your typical trading day look like? Uh, it's very, it's not very typical. I, I typically, t- uh, don't know how to quite answer it because every day is a little bit different. Every day carries its own, uh, very unique set of circumstances. So every day is a bit different, but I, I typically will look at the market in, in various times of day depending on, on, on what news is coming and what, where I feel the market is at. But I quite prefer the, the, the 
taking the easy one. So I take the easy ones and I let it be. And I, I look a couple times a day. Nothing too crazy. I'm not don't want to be a slave to the charts. That's not what it's about. Okay. And that that made me think of something that is going on with, with my trading at the moment, but I, I've forgotten exactly what I was going to say. Um, so what do you think made you different at the beginning from everyone else out there who's who hasn't found success in this? Do whatever it takes. If you sacrifice sleep, it's something bigger than self. Something bigger than self. So do whatever it takes. And my mentor told me one thing that stuck with me is you make changes. If it's not working and you do it over and over and over again, you're quite silly. It's very stupid. Will you agree? Yeah. 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 So you, you make the changes as you go along. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's it. And that's sort of what I was trying to get at before in terms of the fail forward thing. It's almost like if you see something that's not working, don't carry on doing it. Make a change and, and work out what to, to do next. Um, now, if um, we sort of talked about the news. Now, we've talked about that. I mean, are, I suppose the question is, are all your... Are all your um, trades like what you put, what we've seen on Instagram in terms of, they all seem quite similar in terms of you start off with a position, uh, you add to that position using the same uh, amount of risk and uh, and then you add to it again perhaps or, or, or you may not add to it. Do you always continue to add to your positions? And I suppose on top of that, do you exit the positions all at the same time or, or some um, during the course of the, the thing? Or do you let any run? How does that work? Different targets for different reasons because some, some may just be a trade that only lasts until a certain target. So it's it's the, the lower in a buy, the position, the higher I'm expecting it to run and vice versa. So look at it that way. And... I will never add a position when the market is at a potential target. That is quite silly because you, the market really has no room and you'll likely get flushed out. Okay. Uh, if you could leave our listeners with one piece of advice, what would it be? Get away from the, from pattern trading. Get away from the forms. Get away from... Uh, stupid books, they, the answer is not there. The My mentor says something very interesting, and he tells everybody, and this will give it away to what group I belong to from the people on the podcast, he's, the market is not manipulated, it's the education that he's. Retail doesn't really matter. It doesn't really matter. We study liquidity, and we understand how it works in, in high probability trades, However, you need to step away from the, the stuff on the internet and look at price. Price will tell you everything. And I know that there's a big form of Forex factor about price being everything by a guy who I think is a legendary, Mr. Red Sword, but it's not even really about that for me. It, price literally, literally is everything, but people are looking at patterns and 
in market maker methods and if it's common knowledge it doesn't work and it doesn't work for a reason the education is manipulated not the market so you have to take a step back from the charts and you think about it yes i trade on metatrader but it's all about what you don't see on my chart it's not about what you see it's about what you don't see and that is the enigma that 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 my mentor kind of solved and he verified it with his mentor as well his mentor i didn't even tell him and i i was like well a wanker your mentor is and he's no it's all about self-discovery and then his mentor opened up a little bit more of a different world of trading to him so now I guarantee that the best traders on this podcast, they probably don't have the best views in terms of uh, listeners. Like I would say, like Chris Laurie, excellent guy, excellent trader. He's, he's legendary, even in sport, from sport to what he's doing now. It's absolutely incredible. But would you find that that's one of your most popular interviews? No, not, not by any means. I mean, yeah. You yeah, see? It's interesting. Because people are looking past it because he probably speaks so simply. But however, people see my account balance and now they won't listen to me. However, I can guarantee you Chris Laurie has way, made way more money than me and even my mentor I've made. But they won't listen to him. He's all about psychology. People follow the wrong people. And here's another thing. If I show you my face, I, I don't even look like I'm a traitor. I don't wear a suit, none of that. When you, when you agree, you, you see me, I don't look like a traitor. No. I don't. I look like a normal guy. Very, very normal guy. But if I start talking about the markets, no one would ever listen to me. They are trained to listen to the guys from JP Morgan and CNBCs and the, the people that who part of the problem. I'm not saying that they manipulate in any way. They are great hindsight reports. They all report hindsight. All of them. So, I don't know if I quite made my point in the right way, but it just goes to show that you can tell everybody about the process and they won't listen. The whole reason I showed you the balance on my account was for attention, and it worked for you. I got your attention. Now, will you... Would they take the information that I've told you on the podcast and actually apply it? Who knows? But we'll see what happens. Yeah, it's a, it's an interesting one. I mean, I know, like, yeah, Chris's interview, I did actually see the other day, somebody said this was fantastic on, on the YouTube uh, version of it. They left a comment. and But really, like, you know, it was a bit of a meh. You know, people didn't really go, this is, I can't believe that this information has been been you know, published on your on your blog. So there is yeah, yeah, I see what you mean. I see what you're trying to say. It's quite it's quite interesting now because uh, I'm sure uh, my mentor has introduced you to some of the incredible trailers that he knows and some of the incredible things that he has seen that, that people do with these markets and they don't want to be found. They don't want to be found. But people's own thinking and old thoughts get in their way of what's actually possible. Like, I got a lot of hate messages about my account balance. And what if I tell people that was one of my smaller accounts? And it would really cause an uproar. It really caused an uproar. 
Because the limit on how you think, that is eat, that is all. It's all about the limits that are caused yeah. in your brain. That is eat. That's eat. Now, you look at some of the incredible traders that my mentor knows, and some that he's even told you about, the stories are quite unbelievable. But not one of them talks about money because it's not about that. It's about the art of trading. Yeah, I've, I've had that before where I've had traders that are good traders want to come or want to get them on the show and I want them to, to um, like let people know how much money they're making and they basically said, it's not good for people. I can't, I can't let them know that because it just feeds, I suppose, feeds just the 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 wrong part of the brain for them to become a success and they don't want that to happen. So, yeah, I understand that. The other thing I was going to say was that another guy, um, somebody referred me to on Instagram. I was like looking at him and going, I oh, had a video. I'm like, I mean, it, he, hits, he hits the mold of the guy who's not a trader. You'd look at him on the street and go, he's just some, <laughs> you know, he's like a poor farmer in, in some, uh, some third world country or something like that. That's what he came across as, but he's winning competitions left, right, and center. So I know I know exactly what you're trying to say, and I think that's a, a very valuable piece of advice for for the listeners. Now I'm not going to end the show there. I've got a couple more questions. Um, I will tell you this: Would you agree with this? My mentor doesn't look like a trader either. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Would you agree? Yeah, I'd agree he does on not that. Look like I a definitely trailer. would agree. Yeah, yeah. Um, right, I've got a couple of couple of other questions left, so. Um, one of them's around your winning percentage. What What is your winning percentage? It doesn't really matter. I will tell you it's quite high, but it doesn't really matter. It, it, it doesn't really matter because you can have a 30% win percentage and be profitable, but the loss that I posted on Instagram is quite a real loss. I read the market wrong. And not that I actually read it wrong, it, the analysis just wasn't right. The market had other plans. So the 1% is, ra- is rather high. However, it doesn't matter because if you are a high-risk trader, one loss can totally screw your account. So it doesn't really matter. It's all about risk. What about, in talking about risk, what's the, what's so you risk 1% to 5% you said earlier. What's the uh, typical reward from, from that risk percentage? all about the higher time frame target so it varies depending on the trade it very very varies now i don't believe in set risk to reward ratio because that's such an archaic way of thinking i just look at the higher time frame target that, that is it okay so so um and then we can sort of see some of the risk to reward that you've got there on on your trades uh so what about the average number of trades you've got running at any one time. And so this is probably, you know, you've alluded to the fact that it might not be your only account. Um, you might not be posting everything on Instagram. How many other, when you're sort of managing all your trades, how many are we looking at? It's not a lot. Maybe I, it depends on what is, what is going at the moment. I have about 15 positions running and, all of them are doing quite well. Uh, so it, it just depends on where the market is at. I bet a lot of traders got chopped out this week because they're not reading price properly. However, 
the higher time frame direction always prevails. So uh, I have quite a lot of positions open at the moment. Some reached their target and some have been closed and some are still going because I, I'll leave it at this. Metatrade doesn't have all the answers. You have to look maybe even outside of that because the pound has a lot more downside risk than people think. And what do you mean by, sorry, downside risk? I, I don't understand that. I should say exposure other than risk. I say exposure. The pound can go even further. It is not at all-time lows. Nowhere uh, near. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, the, yeah. That is information risk. So, so yeah, so I think what, what um, for anyone that's listening to this in the future, um, the pound is currently... I mean, the date is the 11th of August 2019, so you can go back to a chart and have a look at where the pound is and uh, and see that it's at a at a low, at an all-time low, and it, it looks like it should be, you know, ready to head up again. But I suppose what you're saying there is there's other information that might actually allude to the fact that, you know, it could go lower. Um, and you can find it on the internet for free. I've found it in many other places. So just... Open your cool, eyes and look. Cool, cool. Something to, to go and hunt around. A reason to go on the internet, guys, to hunt around for that sort of information. Um, now, now, now. Uh, oh, yeah. So I don't know if we answered this question earlier. The number, what, what number of instruments do you actually trade? Like, how many pairs would you be looking at? About, uh, I'd say, some of the majors and the yin pairs. Oh, euros quite slow these days, but I still often trade that. I do look at oil because, again, oil. Another thing is oil and USD CAD are inversely correlated, so you can be in positions on both at the same time. Another hint. Uh, so it doesn't. I look at about five, maybe six pairs. Uh, I look at everything just to practice my analysis, um, and I do trade some oil. I've traded soybeans, I've traded sugar, I've traded a lot of stuff. It all, it all, it's all the same. And so, do you do you trade? So the question I got around that now is: Do you trade uh, futures contracts as well as spot forex? You mentioned MetaTrader. It's... Sport, sport is quick, is simple. Sport is easy to trade and it's less expensive and the reward you can make is quite great. Futures, never really liked it. It's all, you have to risk a lot of capital to, for, uh, I don't really like it. Uh, I stick with sport forex and some commodities. And uh, I've, so I've seen some, some traders, these more recently, who like would stack, you know, hundreds of, of orders on one position, um, it's probably demo. Okay. It, so is that? I was going to say, is that something that you you do? No, that is gambling. That's for the person who thinks about money more than the art of trading. Okay. Okay. Cool. Look, um, I'm. I think I'm out of questions here. Um, I'm, I'm wondering if. Yeah. Okay. I think I'm out of questions. I'm out of questions here. I had one more, but I don't think it's going to be relevant. Um, is there anything else you want to leave our listeners with here before uh, we wrap up the show? See what is not there. Look beyond the charts and what it presents. There's nothing 
nothing useful as far as uh, an analysis from that trailer. You one has to develop it. And it's quite simple, Cam, because you know it. You know it. My mentor showed you. You know it. So it's quite simple. However, you see what's not there in in, in learn the psychology of uh, big money traders. That is what's more important than your own. However, when you're looking at yourself, your own psychology is important to determine what kind of trader you are. That is about it. Cool. Well, look, uh, thank you very much for coming on the show. And I'm glad we finally were able to to, to find a good time and, and to get this recorded. Hopefully everyone out there has, has learned a thing or two. I'm, I sure have, guys. Um, so, yeah, thanks very much again for coming on the show. It's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you, mate. Righty ho, guys. So uh, if you want to find out, um, we'll grab these show notes and uh, see the YouTube video of this. Jump on to tradingnut.com. You'll find um, everything there along with a link to the Instagram profile of uh, Just Some Trader. Or I suppose you can just, you know, it, it is at Just Some Trader on Instagram is probably the best way to, to find you. Is that right? Yeah. I often reply to people when they ask me questions. So, yeah. Okay, cool. So, guys, head over there, Instagram, or head over to the show notes on tradingnut.com. Until next time, I wish all my listeners trading happiness and success. All right, guys, so there we go. The interview with Just Some Trader done and dusted. Hopefully, the audio wasn't too bad for you. Uh, so, as I did, we had, did, I suppose we did allude to in the show that there is a way to get in contact with his mentor. And that way is to reach out to me via any channel and I'll tell you who it is. And if you want to have a meeting, then you can have a meeting and, and a meet and greet and uh, and perhaps learn exactly what Just Some Trader is doing and how he's picking these entries. If not, head over to the uh, Instagram account of Just Some Trader and check it out for yourself. See what I'm actually talking about here or what we're actually talking about here on the show and why we got him on the show in the first place. All right, folks. hope you enjoyed the interview. Next week, we've got another fantastic guest guest coming up on the show so stay tuned for that until next time i'll see you in the markets